Psychologist Alfred Adler said, We learn in friendship to see with the eyes of another person, to hear with the ears of another, and to feel with the heart of another. It is the individual who is not interested in his fellow man who has the greatest difficulties in life and provides the greatest injury to others. It is from among such individuals that all human failures spring. Hello and welcome to the Cougar Bite, Almaden Country Day School's podcast, bringing meaningful conversations related to education and learning. I'm your host, Kathy Shin. I am so excited to welcome my guest today, positive discipline expert, Kathy Kawakami, and our very own head of early childhood and elementary education, Jane Murphy. A little bit about our guest today, Kathy is a certified positive discipline lead trainer from San Jose. She offers positive discipline training for parents, educators, and others who are looking for an effective discipline approach that integrates social and emotional learning while reducing challenging behaviors. She has been working with schools and families for over 15 years and specializes in parent participation and cooperative school programs. She has additional training in early childhood education and is passionate about sharing positive discipline with others and improving relationships for all. Kathy has also served on the Positive Discipline Association's Board of Directors and regularly leaves the PDA Lab school meetings. She works with local nonprofit organizations to share the work of positive discipline near and far. And you can reach her through her website at middlegroundparenting.com. Jane has over two decades of experience as a classroom teacher and administrator using positive discipline. She is a certified positive discipline classroom educator and a certified facilitator for empowering people in the workplace using positive discipline techniques. She's also taught a six-week parent education course for 10 years using positive discipline. I'm so excited to have you both on the Cougar Bite podcast to dive into our social, emotional, and classroom philosophy that we have just adopted at Almond and Country Day called Positive Discipline. So a good place to start, I think, could be um, diving into the earlier quote, which comes from your website, Kathy, middlegroundparenting.com. Why is this quote important to you? Thanks, Kathy, for having me on. You know, when I first started, I first found positive discipline when I was a parent. Uh, when my children are young, they're now, uh, you know, 18 and 21 right now. But um, when when I was young, I really knew what I wanted to do as a parent, uh, but I just really didn't have the skills to do it. So when I found positive discipline when my children were in preschool, just the way it was taught, that it really taught me to step into the shoes of my children and understand a lot more about perspective and how, you know, what I thought was working as a parent, what I wanted to do in my head was not the same as my children perceived it. So it was really having that practice to, um, you know, practice these positive, connecting, encouraging tools in a way that helped me really make change and understand my part of what what I was uh, trying to instill in my children. And so, you know, that quote is really important to me to to just remember that perspective is so important. And, you know, there, there are parental intentions, but really making that connection of how children perceive it um, to work together to create that positive relationship. I think that's what positive discipline is really all about. And uh, like I said, I'm passionate about teaching that those skills to others. Well, the word positive discipline, I think, you know, brings to our mind maybe 
something that's around consequences, but it doesn't sound like that's what it's about at all. Um, so what is positive discipline exactly? Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That's a great point because a lot of people do really misunderstand positive discipline because when we use the word discipline, most people equate that with some sort of punishment. And it really is to understand uh, discipline comes from the word uh, disciple and it means really to teach. And so when we say positive discipline, that's about uh, having positive, effective relationship building tools that teach children what to do and not just about following directions, following the parent or the adult, um, you know, direction of what to do. That's mm -hmm. more of a place of obedience, but is that really what we want for children mm -hmm. or do we really want children to become effective critical thinkers, uh, be able to evaluate situations for their own, you know, uh, from their own perspective and be able to critically think about what, can be done, what they can do that helps them build and develop those skills. So um, yeah, it's a really good point to kind of redefine what does discipline mean? And these positive discipline tools, I like to, I really like to think of it as, um, you know, developing your parent tool belt. Um, for mm. me, it's all about um, having a lot of different tools as a parent and to know that Throughout my time of parenting, you know, my parent, my children are going to go through a lot of different developmental stages and mm -hmm. no tool I have will work all the time. Right. So I need to really have a, a lot of tools, be able to understand, you know, what is really going on with my child, building that relationship and then really just having effective tools that I can um, address it with, address it with so that I am always teaching and encouraging children. And that that goes for my work as a, you know, as a parent and also as a teacher and as a trainer. That doesn't sound like consequences at all. I, I much rather prefer our children learning how to evaluate situations and looking at things from a different perspective and teaching them how to do those things. And also modeling in the classroom, I'm sure, and as a parent, too, to be able to show them how that's done. I think it's really key. Jane, a question for you. You brought on positive discipline for our faculty uh, just over a year ago, and there's been a lot of professional development. We've been so lucky to have Kathy Kawakami come and be our trainer. Why positive discipline for you? Why does this resonate for you? And how do you see it being um, utilized or implemented in, at our school? Um, and what kind of impact do you think will it'll have? Well, thank you. And I'm just so excited to be here today um, and talk about positive discipline. I think that it goes back to what Kathy was speaking of, spoke about uh, in it's based on mutual respect and it's based on that significance and belonging so that that everyone is feeling like they're part of uh, part of something together. And for me, teaching, I started teaching 20 some years ago, and I'll never forget after I read The Positive Discipline in the Classroom, uh, the book, there were so many tools in there that I could use right away with my students, class meetings, every morning meeting together, asking them how they're doing, what the day brings, um, and then going through problem solving with students as things came up during the day. And 
I think for me as a young teacher starting out and having those tools, having that guide me, it really helped bring that perspective of, as Kathy was talking about, that perception of being the child and and that they are empowered, they are capable, and they can do a lot of um, the problem solving that that sometimes I think parents and teachers um, do for children when we can actually help them have those tools so they're able um, to do it on their own. Um, there are a lot of other, I think, social emotional learning curricula out there. What are some of the advantages in your perspectives, both of you, that positive discipline has over some of the other ones that are out there? Um, yeah, one of the things that really makes positive discipline different is that it is an experiential model. And so mm. it's really about practicing. Uh, there are many other great um, programs out there. Mm -hmm. And I think positive discipline does take all the best parts of, you know, the current science, the current understanding of development and how children learn. And it really puts them into actual practice of activities. And then really the processing is important. We often, you know, uh, do it, we'll go through an activity and experience and and I, I really think of myself as a facilitator. I facilitate an experience that people can, uh, you know, they're willing to participate in there, step mm -hmm. into the shoes of another. And then we go through and we process and we say, so what were you thinking? What were you feeling? And what mm -hmm. were you deciding to do from the perspective that you were in, be it the child or the adult, um, mm -hmm. so that we can really process the and understand the deeper beliefs behind behavior. And mm -hmm. that is also something that makes positive discipline different because, you know, there are many tools that are kind of more on the surface level, but really in order to make positive change, you have to get to that deeper root, the deeper understanding that, um, you know, in Adlerian psychology, we say behavior is purposive. There is a reason why humans do what they do. Mm. And it digs down to, we're all searching for a sense of belonging and significance. Yes. And when, wow. as humans, you know, we can find our sense of belonging and significance, we're going to move toward more positive behavior. Um, mm -hmm. When we feel disconnected, when we feel discouraged, uh, you know, sometimes we thrash around, we, we do these mistaken goal behaviors that that are what happens to make us, you know, feel even more disconnected. And in that sense, you know, we're trying to experience when we can experience it through a workshop or a class that we do, we could understand why people make the decisions they do, then we actually make change. So this, our workshops for positive discipline are much more about the how to do it, mm -hmm. what to do, and to do it from a deeper root level so that you actually are encouraged to make that change. Mm. Yeah. And I think that just thinking about in the classroom as a teacher, when you're developing that time for, you're making the time for class meetings, you're making that time to connect, um, making that time to practice eye contact and giving compliments and appreciations to one another. It just sets the day in this tone that that kids are just wanting to to learn. Children want to, you know, be together and, and talk things out and, and depend on one another. And I think that's, you know, the core of it uh, is really getting to know your students and your students getting to know you. 
uh, and feeling like they're in a safe place where they can make mm. mistakes. And the yeah. quote that Jane Nelson, I, I think it's her quote, or, you know, the mistakes are wonderful opportunities to learn. Yeah. And I used to have that on my board in the classroom. Um, it wasn't a chalkboard. It was a whiteboard. But um, <laughs> I had that up and it's like, yes, mistakes are opportunities to learn. Sometimes I would joke, I think that's the 35th mistake I've made in the last week. And the kids would just laugh because it's so important to be real with them and to model everything that um, we're teaching them and to actually Mm -hmm. model it with ourselves. And I think that's what positive discipline truly gives teachers, parents, and our students. So I'm sure with your many years of experience, both in the classroom and as uh, positive discipline experts, what are some of your, do you have stories you can share about how positive discipline has made a difference for you or for your uh, colleagues or teammates um, that you've seen um, once they've implemented it and had it in their toolbox? Yeah, I mean, a lot to share. I, I have, there's so <laughs> many, but let me, I mean, just this morning, uh, we had uh, a, a two kindergarten friends and uh, they were sitting at their table working and one of the students, uh, and I just happened to be going by doing my good mornings. And one of the students accidentally, I think they had their water bottle. Mm. So they got water on the other student's work. And this student, this other student is very particular about her work and sure. wanting to make sure that it stays, you know, clean. And Not so wet. she did get upset about it. And yeah. so just in that moment to say, you know, hey, um, you know, what happened? And and then, you know, he could explain uh, it was an accident that I got water on your, you know, your, um, your, your paper. And then the other one, you know, well, and, and I said, how, do, how does that make you feel? Well, I really wanted it to stay dry. And then what can we do about it? And, and then the, the other would say, he said, well, I won't do it again. I'll be more careful. Would that work for you? And, and then the other student, well, yes, it would. And then, um, and then I said, is there anything else we can do? And and the, the, the student said, well, you could draw me a picture maybe. And it was just, oh. and then he said, I'm going to Apple care. I think I will. I, I'm, what do you like? And they just got into this whole conversation. It was a simple little thing, yeah. but it was problem solving. And in that moment, empowering them to do that with just asking a few questions and then they were happy and everything was fine. So wow. that's just one teeny example of uh, what we go through. You know, Kathy, I've been doing this work for quite a while and not only, you know, doing it professionally, but with my own children. And I've, I am trained as a preschool teacher. So I've had the benefit of seeing children who I taught when they were two and three years old and then staying in contact with them because, you know, they've gone through schools that use positive discipline. But at those early stages in life, when they're really, you know, social emotional skills are key. They are learning to work with each other. You know, there's that saying that, you know, everything important you needed to learn, you you learned in your early kindergarten or preschool years. You know, that's really important (laughs) because those relationship skills that you build are key. So I have had families that I've worked with um, when their children were young, two or three years old. And we would, you know, practice things where it was teaching the child, but also teaching the family. So as an example, like routines or something, Thing that I uh, important when your children are young and really starting to establish good routines and mm-hmm. and family habits. And I've had the benefit of seeing those same children through elementary years and through uh, even up until high school and checking in with their parents, even you know as their children are graduating. Wow. And they said, 
positive discipline made such a difference for us finding it at an early stage in life because mm-hmm. it really established the dynamic of how our family works together and yeah. how we solve problems. And we could have gone a whole different way because, you know, for many of them, they weren't raised that way. So it was a, it was a whole new thing that required a lot of work when their children were young. But I like to say to parents, you know what, when your children are young, they're kind of a lot of work anyway. So let's make that time useful. Right. And so, you know, but <laughs> exactly. And you, you really, you establish that, that dynamic of cooperation and working mm-hmm. together and it just can change the whole trajectory mm-hmm. of you, the rest of your parenting years. So I love that I've had the opportunity to do that long-term kind of look at a lot of families um, and know that it, it really does make a difference. Even if you find it later, uh, later, in your parenting years. It can always make a difference. So what I'm, well, go ahead. Jen, no, I was going to say, and uh, talking about just older children, maybe going through who have had positive discipline. I remember I was teaching fifth grade uh, one year and the student had gone through you know, positive discipline um, throughout his years in, in school. And I remember there was a moment we were working on, uh, I think an essay or, or some something in class uh, language arts. And um, we we got into this sort of uh, I wanted I wanted him to expand you know some portion of it to do a little bit more and we kind of got into a little bit of a power struggle I think with that and mm-hmm. you know he really was adamant that this is all I can do and so as we were you know talking through it it got a little bit I don't know just um, not where I wanted it to go and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I remember him saying can we just start all over and it was oh. like that idea that yeah, let's go back. This isn't going. And I would often model that with yeah. the children that that clean slate. Sometimes we just need to start all over and, yeah. and you know, the, tomorrow is a new day, that idea. So he really internalized that. And it was just like, wow, yes, let's start all over. And I don't know, that was just one little example. But no, I love that. I mean, that I wanted to uh, follow back up on what that Kathy said about parents and them working with parents, it sounds like positive discipline isn't just for school. It's not just a social emotional tool for classroom management or for teachers or for students, that it's actually applicable beyond um, both in the homes and workplaces, maybe even if it's about, right, since it's about mutual respect, it's a, it's a philosophy. Do you, is there trainings or things? How do you engage with parents so that it's more of a partnership from the teacher and the parent for the child? Yeah, you're you're exactly right. We have uh, many different trainings. I'm a certified lead trainer, so I um, you know do trainings. We have our positive discipline in the classroom, which I'm happy to say all the uh, um, ACDS uh, teachers had a chance to go through uh, just this past uh, summer. And uh, there's also teaching parenting, uh, the positive discipline way. So we uh, train parent educators to go out and lead parenting class. So there's pieces for parents, pieces for teachers. Uh, we also have things for couples, uh, workplace as well, uh, certification trainings. But the really the base idea is this is all based in Adlerian psychology, which is about mutual respect. And so the tools that you learn in whatever setting you learn them in are really applicable to any relationship you have. And that is the great thing about that is you might start and enter it from a parenting perspective or a teacher perspective, but you quickly notice uh, a lot of it is about understanding yourself better, kind of becoming more self-aware, reflective of your part in a relationship and understanding really that at the base of it, 
you are the only person you could change, right? But you can do so many other things to encourage the others in your relationship and change your perspective of how um, how you, you get together, how you work together. And so um, these tools are applicable everywhere. And I love the positive discipline model because we do use the same common language across everything. So, um, you know, wherever you enter at, we also always have a lot more resources to help you access it for different settings, different places, different people. That's great. And this is why we're committed to partnering with our parents here at ACDS. We're going to offer uh, positive discipline online workshops with Kathy Kawakami starting in December. And this is going to strengthen our community and just strengthen uh, the knowledge that we have within uh, you know, working with our children here on campus as well as at home. So we're really excited about that opportunity. Uh, I know that uh, parents will just get so much from attending those. And this has a lot of uh, background too. Uh, you know, I also work with our Positive Discipline Lab School program, which is an international program. And I think it's it's great just to you know know that this is a program that um, is is going in many different schools around the world. And so I do a lot of international work uh, wow. with schools who are uh, incorporating things for you know within their uh, school administration for the teachers, for the families, and and also for the students. And we call this you know whole school implementation and. And um, it is ongoing work, but it's such important work because positive discipline is different than what you might call one of those drop in the box programs, mm -hmm. which is just kind of a little section of what you do. This is really about bringing everything that you do together and how you all relate to make that happen, to, to stay focused toward a common vision, a common goal. Um, you need the tools to do that. And positive discipline sees all that, is inclusive of all that, and um, really tries to give everybody the tools that they need to keep it going. But, you know, hands down, it's always, it's always going to be work, but when you have the tools and the common vision, you can make that work uh, so much more um, effective and, and just you create a synergy together that you're that you're going to work together in community. And I, mm -hmm. I see a lot of that here at ACDS. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I do have a question about sort of the I guess, what are the outcomes, right? Like you sort of touched upon it a little bit, um, but this idea of it's not a drop in a box. It's continuous. It's ongoing. Um, you're working toward, right? It's never like, you know, you took a year and you're done. Like you don't have, you know, it, you're continuing to grow, right? What are some of the like outcomes that positive discipline aims for, for students and for parents? I mean, I think it's, it's communication is probably, mm -hmm. you know, one of the and, and relationships, getting along with others, mm -hmm. uh, but walking away with being, having the confidence to let people know um, how you're feeling or, or what you need. And I think being an advocate for, you know, having our children be able to be advocates for themselves and what they they need is really important. Um, yeah. It just provides that so many opportunities to learn about one another. So there's the diversity component, um, you know, including others and, um, and understanding others' perception of situations, I think is really big. Um, it's not always what, you know, our, you know, we all come from our different experiences. Mm -hmm. And when we can take the time to really learn about others, um, we, we can understand them more. And I think that's the whole idea. Yeah, I think I really think that, you know, for that long term, I mean, if I'm just to look at your your ACDS mission here, you know, our students become delightful people, confident, kind, concerned, and ready to make significant contributions to our world. That's really it is, 
how do we help students with these social emotional skills, which, you know, rightly so they're, they're messy. This is not something that you can, you can give a test to and uh, (laughs) teach and give a test to and, and make sure they have it. It's really, you need these skills along the way. They change with development, Mm -hmm. but making significant contributions to the world is when you have these skills, you know, what do you, what does that do for you as you become an adult? What do you bring out to the world? And one of the things we do with our parents is start to create that roadmap to really think ahead because mm. this is a long-term practice. Yeah. And so, um, you know, what, what do you want for your children when they're adults and how do we get there? Um, yeah. Because it's those skills that not only will help the children as we are helping them, you know, grow and develop, but we have to look at ourselves as well. Are we practicing those things? Mm-hmm. Because that's what I'm sure what our parents wanted for us, right? <laughs> and so, you know, we've all got to be practicing these things all the time. So really, it's, I think that that constant reflection, that self-assessment, and the just being willing to have a growth mindset and keep mm-hmm. on learning, no matter what the situation is. Yeah, and being curious. Curiosity is so important, right? Yeah, yeah. our children are already curious and just to you know, continue to, um, be curious about others and, and asking questions. And, you know, that's where you gain so much knowledge and understanding and empathy, right. For others. In addition to what you were saying, um, how positive discipline grows in developmental stages, it's not always going to be the same. You can't use the same tool for every age or every part of your um, step of the way as you're growing up. Um, but we do apply it right here in ACDS, pre-K all the way to eighth grade, which is, you know, how far we go up. And I'm it dovetails really well, it sounds like, um, with our advocacy program, which is also about empowerment and um, standing, you know, t- speaking for yourself, confidence, having the willingness to share, um, you know, developing integrity, being involved in the world. So I think that's that's awesome. And it sounds like it's just a, and from there, it just keeps going. So there's lots of opportunity for growth for both not just the student or teachers, but also us as parents, which is marvelous. It's awesome. We're looking forward to seeing Kathy come back and doing all the parent workshops and continue to work with our faculty to, to continue our, you know, expanding our toolboxes as well. Thank you so much for to both of you, Kathy and Jane, for coming onto the Cougar Bite podcast um, to share your passion which is just, you know, coming over the airwaves um, and your expertise on positive discipline. We look forward to continuing to learn more from um, both of you about it and hoping to welcome you back about positive discipline back on the Cougar Bite podcast, too, because I know there's more. There's so much more. We're just scratching the surface. So for more information on sources addressed in today's episode, um, you know, book recommendations and websites to start learning about positive discipline, subscribe to our Blacktop blog and check back for more Cougar Bite podcasts. Thank you so much for tuning in. Talk to you soon.